You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Apostle Willie Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. Come on, let's bless them in this place. Oh, come on, come on, give them some real praise. Hallelujah. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns in heaven and earth. Wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Tell two or three people around you, God has a miracle for you. Oh, my God. Y'all act like y'all believe it. Tell somebody else, God has a miracle for you. Ah, my God. Now give God praise for your next miracle. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns in heaven and earth with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Amen. There is nobody like him. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you. When uh, when we was coming up in church years ago, they used to sing this song. I don't know what you come to do, but I come to praise the Lord. Amen. Anybody here come to praise the Lord? Oh, my God. Anybody come here to worship the Lord? Amen. Praise God. We greet each and every one of you in the precious name of Jesus. We give honor to God, who's the head of a life to his son, Jesus Christ, in the precious Holy Spirit. We thank God for Apostle Mamie Tarbert on this morning. Amen. Thank God for the great one of God. Thank God for Pastor Stephen Talbert. Amen. On this morning, Pastor Hector and Cassandra Foy. Amen. Pastor Callan, Doherty, Papadis, Lewis, Vandress, Clifton, all of our ministers, Pastor Vondell Scott. Amen. We greet you in the precious name of Jesus. Well, on this Pentecost Sunday, amen, we're going to give God some real praise. Amen. Amen. Our God is so wonderful. Get your Bibles, if you would, turn to the book of Mark chapter 3. The book of Mark chapter 3. Three, amen. Praise God. Look around, make certain that everyone has access to a Bible. If not, share your Bible, you don't mind. Amen. And we're also, amen, there have it for you on the screen. Amen. Mark chapter three, verses one through five. If you have it, can you say amen? Amen. If you have your Bibles or whether it's hardback, softback on your phone, lift up your Bible, say, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. I shall have what it says I can have. I will be what it says I can be. I will do what it says I can do. I will say what it states I can say. I will have what it says I can have. I am, I know I am, a living recipient of the manifested promises of God's word. You believe that? Give him a shout in this place. There you find these words. I'll be reading out of the King James Version, so just in case you have a different translation, at least you know we're on the same block. And it reads like this. And he entered again into the synagogue, and there was a man there which had a withered hand. And they watched him, whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day, that they might accuse him. Verse 3, and he said unto the man which had the withered hand, stand forth. And he said unto them, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath day or to do evil, 
to save life or to kill, but they held their peace. Verse 5, and when he had looked around about on them with anger, being grieved for the hardness of their hearts, he said unto the man, stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored whole as the other. I want to read that verse 5 again. And when he had looked around about on them with anger, being grieved for the hardness of their hearts, he said unto the man, stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored whole as the other. I want to talk with you in this time that's allotted to me from this subject, that church. Would you repeat that with me? That church. That church. Now say it like you got some emphasis. That church. that church. I want you to touch and agree with me on these several things. Also by reading his written word here and his spoken word and receiving the rhema word, we should now begin to experience the manifested word, enjoy the fruit, prosperity, success, the victory, the text of his word in Jesus' name. Would you lift your hands before the Lord and say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. as a servant has decreed and declared, be it so in Jesus' name. Give him a praise. He's going to do just that. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. That church. I know some may be asking themselves a question saying, now where is Apostle going today? And this is supposed to be Pentecost Sunday. It is. Just stay with me because I'll just give you a little background on the Pentecost. Pentecost actually means the 50th day. And, and after the resurrection and what happens is it's usually seven weeks after the resurrection and this was a time of celebration this was a time of feast one of their special feasts where they would just really go in and give glory to god amen and then this what we i want you to understand is that when you have pentecost that signifies that you got liberty am i talking to anybody here because they would usually they would say seven Sabbaths. In other words, every seven years, they would liberate someone. Someone's supposed to be set free. But on that 50th, you'd be debt free. Am I talking to anybody here? And so here we find in this particular scripture lesson that Jesus in this text says that, and again, he entered into the synagogue that there was a man that had a withered hand. So what am I talking about? I'm saying here that God wants us to understand that we should not be just a church that know how to praise and worship, but we should be a church with signs, wonders, and miracles. Am I talking to anybody here? What am I saying? I said folks should be saved. Folks should be healed. Folks should be delivered. I'm talking about that church. So here, as before, we have our Lord Jesus busy at work in the synagogue first, then by the seaside to teach us that his presence should not be confined either to one or to two or the other, but whether they are gathered together in his name. Now, all we need is two or three to touch and agree with somebody and a miracle can happen. I want you, if somebody is on your row, ask them, are you ready? for a miracle. Come on, give God some praise in this place. So in every place where he records his name, he will meet his people and bless them. This is God. It is his will that men would pray everywhere. Now, here we have some account of what he did in the teachings. This is what I want you to understand. This is why you should not be caught up in religion. 
because sometimes religion will paralyze you. Are you with me? And so here he says, in the teachings of the Jewish legal scholars, minor cures were not permitted on the Sabbath, although saving a life was a different matter. Even the strictest observe of the Sabbath allowed compromising the Sabbath to save a life or to fight in a defensive war. The rule against cures applied to physicians, however, not to healings wrought by God. Are you with me? And Pharisees disputed among themselves whether prayer for the sick was permitted on the Sabbath. Now, let me just break something down. Now, some may ask, what is the Sabbath? And so there are people who worship God on Saturdays. There are those that worship him on Sundays. But Jesus said to that woman in John chapter 4, he said, no longer will you say we worship here in Mount Gerizim or over here. He said, because wherever God is, that's where we worship. Am I talking to anybody here? Anybody ever had a moment where you were at home and you just said, God, I just want to give you some praise. God, I just want to give you some glory. God, I just want to say thank you. Because why? I, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. I thank him for saving me. Anybody ever had a moment where, God, I don't know how I'm going to make it, but he did something for you. God, I got pain in my body, but you did something for me. God, I got a child that needs you now. God, I want to thank you. God, you blessed me with a job. God, I want to thank you. God, you turned that debt thing around. You canceled my debt. Am I talking to anybody here? I'm talking about that church. So here, when he entered the synagogue, he improved the opportunity he had there of doing good and having no doubt preached the sermon there. He wrought a miracle for the confirmation of it. In other words, here what Jesus is saying is not just about a sermon. It's not just about a message, but there ought to be a sign. What are you talking about, preacher? I'm talking somebody ought to get saved. Somebody ought to get delivered. You know, there's a lot of churches don't talk, teach deliverance. There's a lot of churches don't even teach healing and say, you know, we just go to the doctor. Listen, I, I subscribe going to the doctor because they can confirm your miracle. But how many know? I know some doctors that believe in prayer. I know some doctors that prayed in the operation room. I know, listen, we got miracles. If I ask them to stand right now, we got miracles in this room. People healed of cancer. People healed the tumors. People healed the, do I have a witness in this house? My God, I'd never forget. We had somebody that visited the ministry. I think they had like 13 tumor stones in their body. You know, and, and they came up for prayer and God dropped immediately several of the stones. And then they, they had a morning. Uh, we went that church this go round. They had a morning where their family member called and said uh, they're having problems right now. They look like the doctor found two or three stones. It, it was early in the morning. I have found a zone. Y'all got to understand. Are you with me? They have found a zone. And, and I, I was like sleepy. But I said, all right, where they at? Put them on the line. Put them on the line. We prayed for him right there. Listen, it's not about me. It's about God. But we prayed the prayer of faith. And God, what's what, what he did? He dropped those stones. My God, I'm telling you, God is a healer. I am, am I in that church now? I said, God is a healer. I said, God is a healer. 
So here in this text, we find here that in verses 3 and 4, Jesus, I ain't going to be long now. Jesus commanded the man, he said, stand up. He said, all right, I'm going to show y'all something. He said, if I said, if you got a headache, you know, people might say, yeah, anybody can have a headache. Right. Okay. He said, all right, I'm going to show you a miracle that everybody going to see it. Mm. I, I, I don't know about you. I said, God, you made to do a miracle that everybody going to see it. There's a situation you may be going through right now, but God, you're ready to work something out. And he ain't going to do this thing in the corner. Am I talking to anybody? I said, God is not going to do this thing in the corner. God's getting ready to work a miracle. Anybody got room for one more miracle? I said, God is going to work a miracle. So Jesus commanded the man, stand up so the whole gathering could see his shriveled hand. Then he asked the Pharisees a rhetorical question. He said, concerning which of two kinds of action was really consistent with the purpose of Sabbath and the Mosaic law? The obvious answer is to do good and to save life. Watch this now. But yet failure to use the Sabbath to meet this man's need, across reference in chapter 2, verse 27, was to do what? Evil, harmful misuse of its purpose. So what am I saying? I'm saying, so I can break this thing down, that sometimes we can use religion the wrong way. Am I talking to anybody? Listen, God can perform a miracle whether it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Am I talking to anybody? Anybody ever had a midnight miracle? It wasn't Sunday, no other church people around, but you prayed and God answered you. You were just, I don't know if y'all ever had a moment like this. Your car was just about on E and you was praying and the gas stations were closed. You said, God, if I could just get there, God, if I could just make it, Holy Spirit. And you start laying your hands on the car. Am I talking to any real people in here? You lay your hands on the car and say, God, in the name of Jesus, I decree that I will not run out of gas. I decree I'm going to make it. I think I'm going to be saved. I think it's going to be all right. And I'm going to have enough money. <laughs> Give God a praise in this place. So Jesus looked around at them and asked the question. So when the man held out his hands at Jesus' command, the scripture said that it was what? Instantly healed. I don't know about you. There's some miracles that God's getting ready to perform for you that's not going to take weeks. I said, there's some miracles that God is going to perform that is not going to take weeks. Let me say it one more time. I said, there's some miracles that God is going to perform that is not going to take weeks. All right. And here, watch this now. This is so amazing. Watch this text. And so here, the, the, the patient, watch this now, case was pitiful because the man had a what? With a hand. And no doubt people were talking about him. Oh, my God. Somebody wave your hands in the air. Watch this now. Do you not know what you're going through? is similar to this man with the withered hand. What, what do you mean, Apostle? There are people that know about some of the situations you're dealing with right now. So God said, all right, I'm going to get the audience. I'm going to get some free publicity. <laughs> I, I said, God, God said, I'm going I'm to show off right now. The, the matter of fact, do you not know that God is looking for situations to show off in your life? 
I know some of y'all probably say, God, oh, you can let this one pass by. <laughs> yeah, 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 God. G- give me a nice one, God. Give me, give me, give me, give me that. Don't, don't let me lose no sleep, God. No, 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 no. Don't let me experience this pain, God. No, no, no. Don't let me run out of money, God. No, 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 no. God, d- d- choose another one. Okay, by the way, God, can I pick the, mir- the one I want? Anybody ever had that? God, can I pick the one that I want? You know, like in college, right, you, you have the required courses and then you have the electives. How many know if we left up this, we took all the electives? <laughs> but notice, even the schools know better, right? They give you a limited on how many electives you can <laughs> Come on, give God some praise. And so here's another thing, too. Second point here is the spectators were very unkind. Now, these were religious people. These were people who should have understood that Jesus was going to perform a miracle. But let me tell you something. This is why don't take what people, how people treat you so personal. Because everybody, don't look at your neighbor. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. Everybody, sometimes that come to church sitting on your road, don't want you to get a miracle. <laughs> I told you I don't look around. <laughs> what am I saying? I'm saying the main one you should be trying to please is God. Not people, because people will sometimes be like a thermostat. They will be up today, down tomorrow, with you today, against you tomorrow. Am I talking to anybody? So the spectators were very unkind. So here, watch this now. So what God does in, this, in the midst of this, ooh, I had a moment, write this up. The reason why the enemy will use some people to keep you from getting your miracle because they know if God perform a miracle for you, somebody going to come to God. Somebody going to accept Jesus. S- somebody that knew your situation and then what? What happened to you? Yeah, I went to church. I gave my life to Jesus. And look, I, I, listen, just because you give your life to Jesus don't mean you ain't going to have no problems. But the good news is you ain't got to go do it by yourself. Because Jesus said, cast all your cares upon him because he cared for us. And see, the problem is some of us trying to carry it ourselves. Ooh, Jesus, watch this now. And so here, uh, uh, watch this, Mark chapter 16, verse 17, 18 says, these signs, shall follow them that believe and in my name shall they cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues they shall take up servants and if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall what recover i'm telling you i'm prophesying right now we get ready to see more miracles i said we're getting ready to see more miracles I said, we're getting ready to see more miracles. I said, we're getting ready to see more miracles. I said, we're getting ready to see more miracles. I said, we're getting ready to see more miracles. I said, we're getting ready to see more. 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 I said, we're getting ready to see more, but I said we getting ready to see. More, I said we getting ready to see. Woo, Sunday. Woo. 
as believers distinguish ourselves from just those that are church attendees and goers by how we submit to the leading and prompting of the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. It's not a Sunday thing. It's not a Saturday thing. It's not a Wednesday thing. It's an everyday thing. These signs shall follow those that what? Believe. And this kind comes out only by what? Fat, prayer and fasting. Fasting and prayer. Are you with me? There are days you need to turn your plate down. I said, there are days you need to turn your plate down. But let me tell you something. The benefit, some of the benefits of fasting, you get more in tune with God. It don't take, you don't, he helps you get rid of that clutter that's in your mind. See, do you not know why the, one of the reasons why the enemy speaks to our mind is to paralyze our mouth. As long as he can keep us doubting, keep us not studying the word. I didn't say reading, I said studying. Keep us from studying, keeping us from going in prayer to spend time with God, watching more TV, flicking on the line, you know, social media. Listen, I'm not saying anything is wrong with those, but you need to evaluate, track how much time you spend on social media and how much time you spend in the Word. If more time, you not know, I set my time on my Instagram, Miss Edward. If I stay on these 15 minutes or so, a click pops. I know it's time to get off. Warning, warning, warning. Because how many know you can get engulfed in that? One thing going to lead to another thing. And it, it is an amazing that watch how the enemy does. He'll pop up an interesting story. Am I talking to anybody? So we as believers, watch this now. The miracles of God are not, as I stated, not for Sunday or once a week display, but should be commonplace. How many believe that God can use you in the supermarket? God can use you in the mall. Listen, I never forget one time I was in the mall. And I, sometimes I like just walking through the mall for therapy. I don't have to buy nothing. I just like walking through for therapy. So this one time I happened to saw one of the saints. I saw one of the saints and their daughter was with them. And um, this man was um, trying to give them some kind of doll or something like that. But the Holy Spirit prompted me, said something wrong with that. So I'm praying. I said, oh, God, in front of all these people, oh, my God. You know, like, do you want me to say something? God, God said, speak it. So I said, bless you, Lord, to God. I said, um, I just feel led that the daughter shouldn't accept that from that guy. Because why am I saying? You don't realize what's attached to stuff. I might as well add this in that church. Somebody say that church. Do you not know they're trying to infringe upon the school curriculum right now? Teach some things you ain't teaching at home? Trying to confuse our children? But how many of the devil is a liar? Oh, yeah. But we pray over our children's mind. We pray over our children's hearts. We pray over our children's spirit. See, the enemy knows something that 
I'm just going to say it. The church needs to understand. Get them while they're moldable. Teach them now. Remember I said some time ago, God has been dealing with me for several months about we need to take our children back to what it means to lay hands so they can see us laying hands and they can do laying hands. Miss Edwards, wasn't it some time your daughter had to pray for you? Look, they're, they're almost adults now, but they were children, children. But why? They were taught in the home how to pray. They were taught in the church how to pray. Are you with me? We need that now. They, we need to let them use their prophetic gifts. Are you with me? Don't discount what these children be saying. Because see, God know their hearts are pure. God know. Now, granted, you gotta, you know, discern it, see what's what, you know. But but let me tell you, don't discount it. Hello, Samuel. When he talked to Eli, he said, "Did you call me? No, I ain't called you. Went back. Did you call me? I said I didn't call you." Did, did you call me in the book of Samuel for those of you that are listening? And so he came back and Eli realized, wait a minute, watch this. I have not spent the quality time with God. That's why I couldn't discern it when you were coming to me. Are y'all with me? And so he said, the next time you hear your name says, speak, Lord, thy servant hearing. Now, the question becomes to us. How many of us can hear God when he's speaking? Do we always just go to him in emergency? When we are panicking, we're backed up against a wall. Are we saying, God, I need you now? God is saying, well, I needed you before, but you weren't available. Are you with me? So here in this text, let me close. In this text, watch this. We as believers must decide we do not want to become spectators but participators. Am I talking to anybody? There is, because why? There is a move of God, and do we make a conscious effort to be an active participant in the move of God? Let me tell you something. I speak that there will be services where there be such a move of God that we won't have chance to preach through it. Why? What are you saying? I'm not saying the word ain't going to be preached, but it's going to be ministered to in a different way. Anybody with me? Listen. So here, as I close, here's what he's doing. We should be a church of demonstration, authority, and power. What am I saying? Church of demonstration, authority, and power. I'm going to mess with you for a moment. You ever been in a setting, whether it was a party, whether it was a meeting or something, somebody walked in, you were having a good time prior, somebody walked in and looked like the temperature dropped. All of a sudden, you felt this heaviness. All of a sudden, it looked like, oh, what happened? What? 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 Anybody else? Or have you ever been in a room where somebody walked in and looked like they lit it up? When you carry the presence of God, when you carry the glory of God, when you carry the anointing of God, you walk in a room, those evil spirits recognize you. They don't know why. Some people, they don't even know how to describe it. They say, you just, it, it just something about you. 
It's the glory of God. It just, it, it, I just enjoy being around it. It's the presence of God. Now, don't allow that to trick you now. Yeah, don't, 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 don't get fooled now. All right? So let me, I'm done. So here, so those of you have, whether online or whether you're in person, those of you who have heard this message, because when you look at the uh, uh, following verses, you'll find that what Jesus did with the withered man with the withered hand, the scripture says he went to a mountain and called those that he had selected to give them power to cast out demons and devils to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Anybody ready for God to call you? Anybody ready for God to call you? Anybody ready for God to call you? And so here, we want to extend an opportunity for anybody that says, I want to give my life to Jesus. There may be those who said, I'm already saved, already love Jesus, but I need a church home. If I must say, yes, Lord Ministries is a good thing. We tell everybody that we're not the only church. We're not a perfect church, but we're a maturing church. We're a place where God lives. We're a place where God resides. If you want to learn the purpose, plan, and destiny that God has for your life, this is a great opportunity for you. While everybody is standing, you have an opportunity. While every head is... Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text gift to 1844948395. Cash app dollar sign Yes Lord M. On Givelify search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Download the YLM mobile app and stay connected with our ministry 24-7. On behalf of our lead pastor Steve Tolbert, our senior leaders Apostle Willie Tolbert and Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.